I have to admit, I actually struggled with this topic today. I knew I needed to record this podcast on threats, but where do you begin? And what kind of a position do you take when talking about threats? Hey everyone, it's Catherine Lucadu, and welcome to another episode of Mindset Medicine. And today we're going on to the T of our SWOT analysis that we've been doing for the last three weeks. So we did S, which was strengths. We did W, which was weaknesses. O, opportunities. And today we land on T, threats. And I think the reason why I've struggled so much with the word threat is that it is so negative. And I think when we hear the word threat, we really conjure up ideas of fear. And, you know, when we think of a threat, we feel, you know, your walls go up and uh, it's sort of that fight or flight syndrome where, oh no, there's a threat out there. What shall I do? So rather than thinking of it that way, and you know, by now, I love to look at things with a different perspective, especially if I don't agree with them. So we're going to look at threats today in, in comparing it to our business. So a threat in business is an external factor that you have no control over. You, most times you consider putting a contingency plan in place for dealing with any threats that may occur. So let's look at the formal definition of what a threat is in our business. So these are the questions that you would ask yourself when wondering if you have any threats that are immediate to your business or as you move forward and grow your business, are they, um, are they a potential to affect you? So let's look at the first one. Do you have potential competitors who may enter the market or who are your competitors? Well, of course you do. There have to be competitors because otherwise, if you were just going at this alone, what fun would that be? So in having competitors, that's what drives us forward. If you've ever done sports, you know, what's the point in playing a sport if there are no competitors? You know, that's why we do it because we want to rack up the points. It's interesting now that I think about it. So when we first moved back to Canada, I put both of my sons in sports and, um, you know, Canada is a very, you know, peaceful and loving country. So I thought it was kind of funny because I come from a very competitive background, you know, having done sports all my life and, um, just moving up the ladder, you know, of success, let's say, even when I was teaching, wanting to move to a better school and a better school, and then moving into teaching in university and becoming a professor, I've always tried to one up myself. So we moved back to Canada and, um, and I put both my sons in sports and the coach comes to us first day of the one was doing soccer, the other one was doing baseball. And he says, well, you know, parents, I just wanted to let you know that we don't keep score. And I thought, what? What do you mean you don't keep score? So he said, no, no, you know, we just want it to be for the fun of it. And, and you know, just playing and enjoying playing the game without counting points. And I could see some of the other parents that had grown up the same way I had. And 
you know, we all kind of looked over at him thinking, are you nuts? Then why would we be doing this if we're not going to count points? But the whole point was, you know, to get the kids just playing the game and really enjoying it. So let's go back to our businesses. We want competitors. We want to have competition because that's what drives us to grow and become better at what we do. If there were no competition, then are you ever improving? Are you ever trying to one-up yourself if you have nothing that you are comparing yourself to? Let's go to the next question. Could future developments in technology change how you do business? And I'm actually going to go on to the next one because we're going to put those two together. The next one is, are there market trends that could become a threat? Well, isn't this appropriate during the time we're in right now? So we're in this interesting phase of we are still experiencing the COVID-19 pandemic virus. Um, here in Canada, we're still actually in phase one in Ontario. So we haven't really opened up a lot of the businesses yet. But what we know is that we've had to pivot and adapt to a virtual world very quickly. This all started in March. And in March, we realized that there was no way to have in-person meetings anymore because everyone was home. So what do we do? We all had to learn Zoom very, very quickly. And if you wanted to be able to participate in meetings and discussions and conferences, even online, very quickly, you had to adapt, you had to change, and you had to just take on the new technology. I think it was wonderful. I think we actually fast forwarded ourselves five years in real estate and in most businesses, actually, um, by having to pivot and adapt so quickly because there was no choice. So do we call that a threat? I don't think so. I think we call that an opportunity for growth. And, you know, this is my point is that if we keep looking at everything as a threat to us, at times it feels like it can paralyze us. And, you know, we, we really don't know what to do when we feel like there is this threat in front of us. Because if we tell our minds the word threat, then the first thing is fear. Because we fear what we don't know. But what if we looked at everything that we don't know as an opportunity to learn more? What if we looked at it as an opportunity to grow and expand further than we actually thought we could? So a couple of other points to do with threats, because I'd really like your mind um, to have an idea, a really clear idea of what we're talking about here. So here are some other threats that, um, may have come up in your businesses or may come up in the future. What is happening in the industry that could harm your business? If you know your skills and if you feel that you have been cultivating your skills and you've been working on your techniques and you have developed your systems, your processes, and you know your communication and 
the way that you need to be communicating with people today, which is in building relationships with people, then I don't know why you would even think anything coming your way could be a threat to you. Now that I think about it for a moment, I think a threat affects more people that have a lack of confidence because if you are confident in your skills and you are confident in the value that you offer people and you are confident in knowing how to communicate with people on a personal level, on a level where you want to create a relationship with them and you want to get them to trust you, then I don't know why anything out there in the world would be a threat to you. Another point in this is, let's go back to competitors. So let's say we work in an area where if you're in real estate, there's a large team. If you are in a small business, there's a larger big box business. If you continually say to yourself, well, they're bigger than I am. They do things differently than I am. Maybe they're even better than I am. Rather than making these really vague statements, ask yourself something more specific and say to yourself, what is it that they're doing and how could I do it? And how can I do it better? Because even if there's a real estate team out there, you always have an advantage over them. What is that advantage? I could go on with many different reasons, uh, like I do with my clients, my coaching clients, but we're not going to go into the details, but you really need to break it down. So when we say that someone is better than I am, according to who and according to what criteria are they better? And if you do think that something is better than you are, or if, if they're doing something better than you are, and that's why you consider them a competitor, then what can you do today to start thinking to yourself, how can I really hone my skills and develop my value and really show people what advantage they would have working with me? Because that's all that matters. There are no threats if you feel confident about your skills and your value. Because no matter what appears in front of you, no matter what uh, economic downturn may happen, if you know what you're doing and you know the value that you offer people, you're never going to have a problem. You're going to figure out how to strategize. You're going to figure out how to work around it. And you're going to innovate. And isn't that what we're doing right now during COVID-19, during this pandemic? Isn't this a time of innovation? How can we create a virtual open house? How can we create virtual meetings? How are we able to circumvent the way that we were doing things in order to be still efficient and get our job done? You know, from every disaster, from every pandemic, from every crisis that we have been through over the years have always emerged innovation. The last pandemic, 
um, came new vaccines and a new way of doing things. After um, the last crisis we had came Airbnb, um, Uber, all of these innovations have always developed out of a crisis. So rather than thinking that there are threats out there to your business, think of them as opportunities. And I always like to end with a quote. So here we go. You can't stop the future. You can't rewind the past. The only way to live is to press play and dance. Remember that. The only way to live is to press play and dance. Dance your heart away. You only get one chance at this. Thank you.